Remember, we have Major Eyal Shumana, 24, lost his life recently in Gaza. Um, so, we were discussing the importance of, of Minyan and, and, and what it is and who you can count. And we had mentioned the Rav Haigon, that the reason why you can, you can count a katan and Minyan is because, according to Rav Haigon, the, the idea of Minyan is you need Be'asara Shechina Sharia, that's learned from Benikdashti. And says Rav Haigon, does it matter if you're old or young? Right? A Jew is a Jew. Kedusha is Kedusha. The Kedusha of 10 men that are 100 is the same as 10 men who are, you know, zero. It's the Kedusha Yisrael is unchanged, and that doesn't matter how old you are. He then says, you know, you can't have 10 Ketanim to Zimun because he says it's not covered, right? John says it's not covered. Uh, but in terms of the need of an Ekdashi, the Sotah Pnei Yisrael, it could be met by having 10 katana in theory. And certainly if you had one katan, katan Mudavarisa, that would be fine. Okay. It's interesting, just on, on, on this topic, um, what about a situation where you have t- nine men, nine men, and you want to count the tenth for some other thing? For instance, what about Berchas Chasanim? What about Berchas Avela? So the Pnei Yoshua, the Elta Zeda, has an unbelievable chiddush, and it fits in nicely with this idea. Says the Elta Zeda, with this idea I just mentioned from Rav Haigon, says the Elta Zeda, we understand that it's all about Shechina. And with that, he quotes the Gemara, explains the Gemara Ksubis Dabchas, that says when it comes to Berchas Chasanim, the Chasan counts for the many. Right? So if you have nine men and a Chasan, you can make Berchas Chasanim. However, when it comes to Berchas Avelim, the Avel does not count for the Minyan. It's a curious distinction. Right? Who cares? Minyan, like, is a Minyan. Like, why should it matter if you have, if, if, if you know, Chasan versus Avel? What's the difference? El Zayda says a beautiful idea. He says like this. He says, the Chasan is Shari B'Simcha. The Avel is not. Says the Al-Tazeda that the Avel who's shari in Avelos and Atzvos, he's sad, he's mourning. He says, Ein hashchina shor mitoch Atzvos. There is no shchina mitoch Atzvos. Shor mitoch Atzvos. That's Chazal said. That's why we have that by Yaakov Avinu, where Hashem didn't talk to him for all the years he was in Avelos over Yosef. Ostensibly in Avelos, he wasn't really in Avelos, but he was saddened by Yosef's passing. And Hashem didn't talk to him, but afterwards Hashem, right? We're taught that. So this has a beautiful idea, which just, it just culminates you know, from everything we've been saying, that if Minyan is about Shechina, and Ten Jews is about creating Shechina, well, if there's no shechina on a person who's an avel because he is he's atzus and ain't shechina shor mitoch atzus, you can't count him 
for that minion. It's a beautiful idea. It's a beautiful idea. Um, whether this is true in halacha exactly, it's, it's about shechina. It's about shechina, right? That the more, that if you have ten Jews, you have shechina, and that's what the Rav Haigun was saying. We saw that that was the end of yesterday. That a katan can count for a zimun, count for a minion, because all we need is to bring shechina. It doesn't matter how old you are, as long as you have ten Jews, every Jew has a small amount of shechina in him. It is a chelak alok kamimal mamish, right? And when you have ten of those together. It doesn't matter how old you are, but you know, as long as you're Jewish, you, you do that, you bring that. And that's and that and the, and the sort of the next step is this chilak that Pnei Yeshua has between Berchas Chasanim and Berchas Avelim. Okay. Now again, how it plays out, is that really true? You can't count an Abel today for a minion. I'm not saying that Mishnah doesn't say that's true, La'alacha, exactly, maybe in an own neighbor. That's not the main point. The main point is what I'm trying to bring out from the Pnei Yoshua, which is this beautiful chilak. It's a beautiful chilak, beautiful, for the elders say it's beautiful, but it fits neatly with the, the sod of the Revaikon that we're saying to explain why katan counts for, for zimun. A zimun. Okay. Perhaps with this in mind, we can attempt to explain the Gemara earlier, which we didn't really deal with directly. We dealt with the Parsha Zohar aspects of counting an Eved, right, um, and all that. But let's talk about the Minyan. Why should an Eved count for Minyan? Should he? I mean, it's clear in the Gemara that Tisha Ve'Eved Mitzdarf. Why should that be? And perhaps the answer is, perhaps the answer is, that it's all about Shechina. It's all about Shechina. Does an Eved who went through Mila, Tevila, a certain amount of Kabbalah Samitzos, does he have Shechina? Well, maybe that's the Chiddush of the Gemara. That are that an Eved who has all of these components, right? He's not fully, fully Jewish, right? But he has elements. So apparently those elements are enough to serve, right, to, to create a minion. It's not our sugya, really, the, the whole issue of, of Eved and, and Tevila Rishon, Tevila Shnia, but that, that could be pshat, yes? Going on, going on uh, what we talked about last week, like how uh, Mahavala Tavol, then that could be a riot that somebody that's Mahavala Tavol cannot count as a minion. He doesn't have Shechina. Okay, so you want to say it's clear he doesn't have Shechina. Right, we talked about it. From, from the suggestion from the right. Right, I hear, I hear you. I know I missed a few days. No, I hear, I hear that could be. That, that could be. That could be. Now, going off script a little bit, <laughs> not, I really don't want to talk about this, but just getting off a little bit on a tangent. There are these funny Gemaras about Shabbos and Aron. Uh, I'm just going to say something which is a little bit wild, but, you know, maybe the Kedusha of a year on Shabbos is so great that you only need nine, nine Yidin to create a minute. Oh, is that one about Shabbos? No, nine was, nine was our own. Or, or, okay, or our own. Or even two, maybe, when it comes to... That's a little bit strange. That's, that's already harder. Um, but, but the our own case, okay. So, um, I don't know. I'm not sure what to say. So it's like, maybe like correlated to the intensity. Intensity. Uh, 
don't know. I'm just well, yeah, like all personal, I've walked and stayed with Right. Now, on the flip side of things, there's this Chacham Tzvi. You want to hear a wild Chacham Tzvi? It's a Tshuva of the Chacham Tzvi. It's in the Samach Kibbal. It's quoted in the Mishnah Bura, which made it, I guess, known to us. Where the Chacham Tzvi was asked the Shiloh, can you count a golem to a minion? It's a joke, right? But it's not. It's actually a real tshuva. A golem is someone that was made out of clay. It's a creature made out of the dirt. The maral supposedly made a golem and, you know, was able to do things at his behest. So can you count a golem for a minion? So I guess it's a funny question, but people take it seriously. Uh, He took it seriously for sure. But in light of the... You know, what we're saying now in terms of what you need for Minyan, I would say it has to do with Kedushas Yisrael, and certainly a golem made from the dust of the earth, made from human beings, you know, doesn't have Kedushas Yisrael. So uh, the answer is a resounding no, but it's just interesting in light of our sugya to think about, in light of uh, the, the, the inyanim that we're seeing here. So just a, yeah. Uh, sorry, it's basically like essentially the same question I was asking, like, it's like a robot Yes, correct, right. Yeah. So, AI, right. It's going to be a real thing soon. You're going to have these... You're going to have these creatures that are going to be, like, totally human-like. Totally. It's going to happen in the next hundred, maybe thousand years. And they're going to be totally human-like. And they're going to look and act and talk and, 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 and everything else. And you're going to, I bet you there's going to be a true written. Can you count these AI chevra for a minion? It's going to happen. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a shaila soon. They're gonna wear yarmulkes and tzitzis and tell, I don't know what they're gonna do. So I okay. It come up earlier by the whole cloning thing in the nineties. What was that? It hasn't come up. It has. It's been. It's a, It's already been addressed. That's true. But uh, it, will, it will be addressed again when it becomes a reality. Cloning. I don't think it ever will be a reality. I don't think. It's outlawed, and I doubt will ever. But this is gonna be a reality. Okay. Now, Rebosai also sort of tangential, but. Connected to this is a true from Rav Moshe Feinstein. This is found in Chelak Aleph of Arachaim Simen Chav Gimel. It's a known tshuva. It's widely quoted. And the topic of the tshuva is if you can count Mechali Shabbos for a minion. Was this just Rav Moshe? I put it in. It was Rav Moshe. Oh, okay, good. So he 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 makes mention of it, right? So where is this? This is found, the original source of Ramosha is Chelek Aleph Simen Chav Kimon, is Norachayim. Where he was asked, can you be Metzarev Mechali Shabbos for a minion? Now, it, this is a very widely uh, quoted Ramosha because it has such imp- some important, important implications, mostly for out-of-town communities. Right? You go out of town, I mean, a lot of these communities are more traditional. People drive into shul on Shabbos. They have open parking lots on Shabbos. Now they, they say they're Orthodox. They identify Orthodox. But they're not really, or not the way we know Orthodoxy. But Lamaisa, right, they're Mechal, Shabbos, but for Asya, um, but they're coming to Minyan. They're very much part of Minyan. You know, I, where, was I, where was I recently? Uh, I forgot where I was, or I was talking to someone. He said, the president of his congregation, Orthodox congregation, drives to Shul on Shabbos. It's wild. This. I forgot where it was. I can't remember. But um, the last year or two uh, came up. So, so, so what do you say? 
What do you say? I feel like no. Personally. It's a very. It's it's not at all. Is there well, oh, so that that's what I want to I want to come to. So that that's my angle here. That's my angle. That's my angle. Would you say there is no shchina if someone's mechal Shabbos? Still a Jew. I don't, I don't really, I don't really get how you could say there's no shchina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they don't know. Like, what, what I would push up I would think yes. I mean, that's the push up if you just look, if you're looking at just whether there's kedushas Yisrael, I, I, we're always taught that you can do whatever you want to yourself. You can't take away kedushas Yisrael. That's a pasuk So, I, I think it would make sense based on now he goes into the whole thing, you know. And bottom line, I think Lachatchili says you should be machmir, but the other you can be meko. So there's certainly a lot to discuss that may not relate to this, but I'm bringing it up because I think. Um, part of it relates to our sugya. And as Ramosh himself points out, many people point this out, well, the whole source of Dabr Shiv Gushabasara, ironically, is who remembers? <coughs> Tov Tov Eda Eda. Right? What's that from? What's the The Muraglum. There were no Tzadikim. At least at that point, there were no longer Tzadikim. At that point, there were Risham. So Ramosh makes this point, again, many people make this point, that you, know, you can argue based on that that. I mean, why shouldn't they? That's the source of all the Yes, they should Yeah, exactly, exactly. Again, I'm just bringing it in because of Rav Haigon and what we've been saying. The last point, and then I'd like to move on in Tosos, is what I, what I saw in the Chashuk Echem and the Megillah of Kimmel in the days, where he wants to know what about being Messiah of Mechali Shabbos, and his specific Indian is about Kriyas Megillah, which is less than a month. Can you be mitzarev, those who are mechal Shabbos, for a minion from Megillah Sester? Now, the truth is, the whole Shaila is an interesting Shaila because you don't really need minion from Megillah Sester. It's not, it's, I mean, Bada, you try, we do, of course. Um, but he has an interesting twist. He says, even if you're going to tell me that a mechal Shabbos doesn't normally count, he says, that's true when it comes to something which has Kedusha, that you're trying to, you know, you need people together for Kedusha. Then, of course, you know, it, it could, it, it may, you can argue that. But he says, when it comes to Kriyos Megillah, why do we need 10 people? What does he say? So what? What's the Indian of 10 people by Kriyos Megillah? He says, nothing to do with Kedusha, nothing to do with anything like that. What is it? Why do you need 10 people? Sumenisa. He says, if that's the case, Pasha Mechal Shabbos should count for Pursumenis. Okay. Fascinating Chashuk Echamed. That's a Brazil Bershtin. Again, tangentially related to what we've been discussing. Okay. So now I'd like to dive back into Tosos, where Tosos, just to summarize, this is basically what Tosos has said, just it's a very long Tosos, I'm sorry, I apologize, on Tosos' behalf. It's a very, very long Tosos. Um, Tosos, just to summarize, said that Zerbein uh, Tam, basically, that if you have a zimun of three, who can you count? You can count the katan, provided that he has two, two, two conditions. What are the two? Pashab Shad, what are the two conditions? He has to be, he has to have, he has to be parach, right? And he has to have yodel amin levarim, some level of das. That's for three. Then Tosu said, but for ten, what does he say? Who can you count? What type of katan? Like, uh, what 
Mutal Bari, even if that's the Rabbi Shuvan Leib, we Paskin. Says Tosos like a Shabbos. This is only when they're being This is being a time. This is like one. We'll keep it all together as one sort of shtekel. They're being a time, and then they're being a time. Jumps and says, and you should know that Arya, it's not only about Zima Nasara, but also about Minyan. Okay, that's where we that's where we got to yesterday, right? And each part is really amazing. Each part is a chiddush. How he learns it, how he gets there, it, it's a chiddush. So, so we said yesterday in Tosos that it's. Those are the three chidushim of Tosos. What were they? The first, again, is that you can count a katan who's pareach and yodelem mevarachim for zimun gimel. The second chidush is you can count a katan mutavarisa for zimun yod. And the third chidush is you can count a katan mutavarisa for a minion of tefillah yod. A katan what? Hamutal barisa. That's the Gemara's lashon. Right? Yeah, for, for, He's well, in the crib. For, so the second one was. You count them for zimun. Zimun and, and then he zimun. added a point which is not in the Gemara, explicitly. You count them for a minute, for davening and the like. The problem is, is the Barashas Rabbah, right? You saw the Barashas Rabbah. This is where I'd like to begin. So he says, but umi utema, the Barashas Rabbah, last few lines, in the small lines, kamar Allah the Rabbi Shuvan Levi, adahu utema, lebrechas amazon, Right, the way he reads the Barashas Rabbah is that it's true for mazon, for brechas amazon, for zimon, but not for tzfilah. You can't count a katan, for tefillah, can't count the katan amutal barisa for tefillah. What does Rabbi Tam say about that? By Rabbi Tam, Dein Alacha Kain Lefisha Cholik Al Gemara Shalanu Devara Rabbi Shulban Levi Lini Tefillah Nami Kamer Midaparach Meuvda Rabbi Lazer Demari B'Tefillah. Right. So do I have to explain that? Tell me, hear that? Meaning, how does he know that this Rabbi this Brachas uh, Rabbah is incorrect in the sugya that we're learning? How does he know? How does he know that it's against our sugya? No, Ruben, how does he know it's against our sugya? What's the raya that's against our Gemara? Because our Gemara very easily goes from what to what? What does it compare? Uh, from Zima to Tzvila. The story of Eliezer, certainly about uh, davening. Certainly about davening. Okay. So that would be within Mardi Zitra, whatever he's saying, and just that it's just not relevant to our Sugya, correct, Rabbi Atom? So he's saying that you see in our Sugya that you can count a katan equally for Zimun and Tefillah. What was it about the. Right? What was it that Mardi Zitra brought in? The Gemara about um, the story of. Of the Evid case, right? That whole long story, Meister Billy Azar, that whole story. Shulman Levi, that's talking about Minyan Asara for David, right? So that's his bottom line. He's like, for sure, this Medrash uh, doesn't fit in, in the Argamar. Okay, fine. Now, despite the fact that Tosos is very, very confident in rejecting the Medrash. Yeah, he's very confident. Which I hear, it's within his right, he says it's against our sugya. I'd like to discuss what is this medrash possibly saying? Right? Why should there be a distinction between the two? Why should there be a chilek between zimon and tefillah? Why would you say that when it comes to zimon, you can count the katan, but not when it comes to a minion of davening or tefillah? 
All right, so to answer this question, I'd like to begin by suggesting the following. Why is it that you need 10 or maybe 3 for Zimon? Why is it that you need 10 or 3 for Zimon? Maybe, according to the opinion of the Barashas Rabbah, you need Barov Am Hajas Malach. It has nothing to do with the Darash of Ikdusha. This is my suggestion for the Barashas Rabbah. It's about Barovam Hajus Malach. It's not a Darvish Abiktusha. However, when it comes to davening with the minion with ten, we know it has to do with the Darvish Abiktusha. What I'm suggesting here is that according to this opinion, this Barashas Rabbah, you can, you can have a katan for Barov Am, a sugi we alluded to yesterday. But a cotton would not count for minion, that's a Darvish of you need 10 adults. How do I know this? I can't say I know this for sure, but I did find in the Sefer Akalba, which I asked you to see. The Kalba basically says this. Kalba basically says this chilak. I read the line here, it says, <laughs> He makes it pretty clear, it says the Kalbo, that when it comes, this is in the Kalbo, in the four or five lines down, five lines down into the sixth, that when it comes to the minyan asara, basara shemispala mishem davar shebikdusha lo ayanoi bavlo asamaisa. When it comes to davening, it's mishem davar shebikdusha. And since it's because of davar shebikdusha, the way the Kalbo says it, which is against what we saw earlier, the way the Kalbo says it, a katan cannot provide that. For Gadavar Shabbat Okay, so that would be the approach of the Kalbo. Okay, is that clear? Yeah, that's what the Kalbo said. Now, the Rambam, I ask you to see. Gadavar Shabbat is something which is like Kedusha itself. Uh, we talked about what that means, uh, you know. Kaddish, or I meant, yeah, correct. What we're saying now is that according to the Kalbo and the Barashas Rambo, Zimun doesn't seem to be a Gadavar Shabbat According to what we said earlier for the Rosh, Rav Haigon, we said the reverse, and that's why it should work for, you know, Minyan as well. Why would Zimun not be in that version? Okay, so, so let's get there. Well, let's say a little bit more, and then, then, then come back. So let's look at the Rambam. What did the Rambam say? So I asked you to see the Rambam Karakel HaFazayim. The Rambam says about Zimun, Even if he's how old? You know how old is the Rambam's Katan? Seven or eight. That's really, it's pretty young, no? That's not the Katan of Tosos. This is pretty young. And then he writes, No, unbelievable. He writes it clearly that this Katan who's seven or eight could be Mitzdar for Zimun, even if he's Mitzdar for Zimun, for a Zimun of Yud. That's what he says. According to the Rambam, he just said very clearly, you could count the katan of seven years old for a zimun of a gimel. Gimel and that's the Rambam writes. That's the Rambam writes. Okay. 
That's what Rambam says. You know, the riff seems to say like that. Um, it sounds like they understood it from the Gemara. The Gemara says Yodei right? You sort of get that impression from our sugya. Yodei not like Tosos. That's you know, you're seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, you're ten. You know who you're saying benching to. You should start Pazima no matter what. It doesn't matter. Okay, now it's interesting what the Rebbeinu Manoah says. You can find this Rebbeinu Manoah in Hey Zion. Says Rebbeinu Manoah, um, he quotes Al Rishon who say that Katan is Mitzar Bein Atfila Bein Azimon. The Lochein Das Arama, the Eus Viralei, the Latfila Ulechol Davar Shabikdusha Ba Inan Kulu Gedolin. Rabosai. You heard Rabbi Menach just said, Rabbi Menach, the Rishon, Jonathan. What did he say? He said that I understand the Rabbim was okay with counting a katan for a minion for, for, for Zimon, but not for a minion for Tefillah. Right? So, Sammy, according to the Rabbi Menach, there's a chilak in the Rambam between Tefillah and Zimon. Indeed, if you look at the Rambam himself in Hilchus Tefillah, this is in Parachas, his language, in Osin came the Pachos Measara Gidolim Ubenei Chorim. Right, Matt, you hear the line, right? In Osin came the Pachos Measara Gidolim Ubenei Chorim. Right, so I understand where the Ben Menach got it from. The language of the Rambam Ruvain is that you can't make a minion with less than ten adults who are Ubenei Chorim. And in Halcha Hey, he says again, in Omer and Kadesh Alabasara, Vena Khan and Nosin Yedel Basara, Vatram and Aminion, Shekhar Sara, Miyasra, Him and Ikram, Ada, and he quotes the Pasuk that we have, Ada, Ada, etc., etc. Now, the Ravina Manoach, I think. This is in. That was in Halacha Hey. That was in Halacha Hey. He just sort of flushes all this out. He's talking about what, what Zeman is, what Devash of Gdush is, what Minion is. And again, he says Gedola. He says Gedol. Says the Kesef Mishnah, how does this jive with our sugya in the Sechus Brachas, where we said that you can count the Katan? As long as he's Yodea Lamim Mavarach, you can count him. Says the Kesef Mishnah, I guess that what, what you have to say is there's a chilek between davening and benching and zimon. It's that chilek that I want to come back to now again. again for, let's say that again for the Ramban. When it comes to davening, you cannot count the katan. When it comes for when it comes to zimun, you could. So this is very similar to the chiluk we saw in the Brishis Rabbah that Tosos quoted, who Tosos very very much rejected. But we're seeing this distinction emerge in the Shita Sarama. that the Ramah, like the Rebbeinu Menuhach said, and the Kesef Mishnah seems to agree with, the Ramah is being bachalik between you know zimun and minyan. Predominant. And why should that be? So once again, I'll come back to that, and I see that the Beis Yosef, which is in the Marmakomos and Kuftzaritas, addresses this. He says, this is in Hilfos Zimon, he says, you can count a a katan for Zimon. Where is it? This is in Kuftzaritas in the Beis Yosef. And then he says, even though in Simon which is about Tzfilah, Pasakti de ain osin katan snifla sara. 
even though when it comes to Elchus Tefillah, what did I paskin, says the Beis Yosef, that you cannot count a cotton for Sarah, for a minion. You need ten adults. Shiny, hasam. The Dabar Shabbik Dushahu. Oh, wow. Aval Hacha, Eno Elazimun Ba'alma. No, what did the Beis Yosef say very, very, very clearly? What's the chilek between Zimun and Minyan Tefillah? No. One's a Dabar Shabdusha, one's not a Dabar Shabdusha. Zimun is not a Dabar Shabdusha, like we theorized in the Beishis Rabbah. And therefore, you don't, it doesn't matter if you have ten adults. But Tefillah is certainly a Dabar Shabdusha. You need ten adults. Now, there, the problem, yes? I feel like it's different yesterday. I mean, it's similar to yesterday. Some people say yesterday for one portion. I said, like, because, like, we were able to do Zima with three, that, like, it doesn't really matter up to ten. Okay, that's a different approach. It's a different approach. The base Yosef doesn't take that. The base Yosef says you need ten, but Dabrashah Begdusha needs ten adults. For apparently, for the base Yosef, for Zimun, you don't need ten adults. We didn't really get into why. I mentioned yesterday, and again a little bit now, for maybe Borobam would satisfy that requirement. He doesn't. He doesn't address it. Now, the problem is in Hilchos Brachos Parakelach Zion, The Rambam says Nashim, Nashim could do Zimun on their own. That we saw, right? The Rambam Shita Zimun on their own. It's not clear to Chiv or or, or Rishos. But the Rambam adds a caveat. Says the Rambam, if Nashim are going to do Zimun on their own, they could do it. They could do a Zimun by themselves. Says the Rambam, Uvulvad shelo yizamnu b'shem. What does that mean, Ruben? Uvulvad shelo yizamnu b'shem. The what? You can't. Well, you can't. You can't add Hashem's name. Yeah, exactly. You can't add Hashem's name. Now, what does the Kesef Mishnah write? The Kesef Mishnah was written by Yosef Karo. Why can't you do a Zimun? With the Shem Hashem for women. So this is a quote. This is a major problem. Why? What's the Kasha, Fabra? Why is it a Kasha? There's a Stira. Let you tell me. What's the Stira in the Rabbah? The Rabbah now explaining why you can't do a Zimun Asara and add Hashem's name. Why? Because it's a Dabrash of Bekdusha, Lo Yebepachas Asara Gedol. You need ten male adults, right, to fulfill this Zimun Ba'asara with the Shem Hashem. Nuchavah, what's the stira? What did the Ram say a second ago about Katan? What did, what did the Kesem Mishnah, the Beis Yosef, explain? Nuchavah, help me out. That the Zimun That he could be part of Zimun. Why? Because it's not a Dabrash of it's not a Dabrash of And now when it comes to the issue of 10 by and ten males by, by Zimon, he says it is a Dabrash of It's a big problem. It's a big problem. The Rambam himself is problematic, right? Where he allows for a Katan to be included, but not a Nisha. Right? That's a, or, you know, along those lines, that, that's, that's a problem. Look at the Sefer Am Mordechai, who starts to address some of these issues. Simon Chavav Osain. It's a very difficult thing. I'm not trying to answer the question in the Kesem Mishnah himself. It's very difficult. Now, 
outside the Kesef Mishnah, outside the Kesef Mishnah, to explain the, the Rambam himself, um, why there should be a difference between Zimun and Tefillah, is doable, right? I mean, why should there be a Chilam? The Rambam is Mechalik between Zimun and Tefillah. Why should, there, why should there be such a chilok? The Kesef Mishnah said his chilok, that is difficult. You could say other chilukim. For instance, the Shibali Halakef, you know, this is found in Simon Kufnun Gimel, the Shibali Halakef. He writes, I'll read it to you. He says, they only allowed for, for the Katam to be part of this, the Birchas HaMazlam, the last Buwela Chara Hazkar, because there's only one Hazkar. The name of Hashem. Okay, when it comes to the, you know, Shema and Tefillah, to have a minion, there, there are many, many times we use the name of God, so it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Now, by the way, this gets to Matt's question, which is, what makes something um, a Darash of Dusha? Should Zimun be a Darash of Dusha? It's clear that what the Shibbolah Lekhan is saying is that you're saying the name of Hashem, that's what makes it into a Dabr Shebekdusha, right, Matt? That's what, it, that's what it's clear that he's saying that. It, it's a problem because, as many people ask this question, I've heard this question many times, you know, you, you say Hashem's name in many things. Every brach has a shame Hashem. It's a problem. We discussed, I think someone here may have mentioned that and asked that question a while ago. Yeah, that's nearest. Right, exactly. So, it, it's a problem. Now, the Me'iri suggests a different distinction between, um, you know, Zimon and Tefillah. He says, Tefillah, quote, Tzricha lekavana. Avalubercha samazo na'asa snef. Now, I was enamored by that distinction. That's very interesting. It's a very, very correct. Correct. I, I like that you asked that question. Beautiful, man. Excellent. It's even more interesting given his own shita. Again, I'll say this again, Ezra. What is the Meiri saying? The Meiri is saying that when it comes to Shmona Esrei, where there's Kavana, then you can't count a Katam. But when it comes to Zimon, where apparently there's no Kavana, then you could count a Katam. Now this is more interesting because the Meiri himself says the whole purpose of Zimon, as Matt indicated, is for what? To be Ma'or, people's Kavana. Right? So it's so interesting. But he says it. I'd like to suggest following explanation for the Me'iri. And it's something we touched on in the Imak Bracha a little while back, but I think it fits nicely with this distinction. He doesn't mean Kavana, that, you know, I don't know, knowing the words or being very focused. I don't believe that's what he means. I think what he means is a basic awareness that when you daven, you're in the presence of Hashem. Now, you may recall, I mentioned this Reb Chaim. Right? You mentioned there, it's one of the earlier Rebchaims in, in the Sefer, where Rebchaim says that the Rambam, who says, Kavona is ma'ake for tefillah, was talking about the awareness that you're talking to God. If you have no idea you're talking to God, that's Masasik Ba'am, you're not doing anything. That's not tefillah, that's a garnish from garnish from garnish. You need to be aware that you're talking to Hashem. That is, that is what, that is what the Rambam implies, and the Rebchaim explains it's a certain awareness. Now, it, it, it appears, it appears from the Me'iri that this awareness, this awareness is beyond the capability of a kata. 
And therefore, what I think the Miri is saying is that if you want to be mitzdar of someone, he has to be dominant. Right, Sammy? That makes sense. You want to be mitzdar of someone to a minion? Well, he has to be shy after tefillah. So says, the, says the Meiri, a katan, his tefillah is not a tefillah. He's not shy of the tefillah because he doesn't have the awareness of speaking to Hashem. He doesn't know what he's doing. His maizah tefillah is not a maizah tefillah. And therefore, how are you going to be mitzvah of him? So, fascinating, says the Meiri. On the one hand, you know, we think of Zeman as a call to Kavana. Yeah, but that call to Kavana doesn't require, you know, this heightened level of awareness of, of, of um, talking to this entity that doesn't, you know, exist in front of me in the way I could see it. That's very difficult for a katan. You want to be or a katan, you know, I guess there is some shyness there, but, but this higher level of awareness um, is not shy. Now, Rav Shachter, in his Sefer Eretz Tzvi, Rav Shachter um, seems to explain the Rambam, like we first began with the Rabbeinu Manoah, that Davosh Dusha is limited to Minyan Tfila, not for Zima. That's the way of Shachter seemed to explain it. And what he said was, and this is very important, Nafkamina, Zach, listen, this is very important. Said of Shachter, the Nafkamina, whether the need for 10 people for Zima is because Darshavakdusha, the Nafkamina, is the very, very uh, unclear tradition when you do Zima. You know that unclear tradition to do Zimon? Fellows doing Zimon of Hussaini, right? You say, Nevarach Elokeinu. So some people go like this, some people go like this, you know, like this, some people like this, some people like this, like this. I mean, there's all sorts of interesting hand motions and feet motions and, and body motions that people do. What, what is that all about? Right? It's like, you know what it's about? So, Sadarab, that whole discussion has to do with this. Is Zimon Ba'asara? Let's talk about Asara. Is it a Dabr Shabbat doesn't seem, I know people make this mistake. Some people stand whenever they do Baruch Shachalna, they move. You know what I'm talking about? As you know what I'm talking about, that move? Baruch Shachalna, they do like a jig or something, some sort of move. No? You ever seen that? It's a mistake. It's like the whole It's a mistake. It's a mistake. Right, so I'll tell you what it is. So, what, what, what really should be done if you hold that Zeman Vasara? Is a darash of Ekdusha, which is what um, some have said. I'm not saying no one has said that. We saw the Vaigon, we saw the Rush. There are people who say that. If you believe that, then we know a darash of Ekdusha, like Kaddish, Kedusha. How do you do that? Ba'amida. So the idea is oh, when I say Elokeinu, which is the source of the darash of Ekdusha, I sort of stand up. Do you want to go? <laughs> so I do not, because I follow the the Rav felt that it wasn't based on um, based on this Rambam. Based on the Rambam, you can count the Katan to the Zimun. He felt it was not a Dabr Shabbatush like Rabbeinu Menach. So I I don't I don't. The Rambam doesn't. The Rambam doesn't. Does not. He does not do the jig. He does not. Also, by the way, I don't even think the jig helps if you're just doing the jig. Is it a Menach I'm not saying that. But if you do, do the I'll jig, I don't know, because the jig is not really anything. You want to stand, you want to actually, you know, 
It's the same thing when it comes to Kriyas Torah. You know what I'm talking about? The same jig that people do. So a person's not sitting for Kriyas Torah, then a person gets a Liyah Baruch Hashem Abraham. So Baruch Hashem So some people go like this. Okay, people step that. I get that. But some people go like this. Like, I don't know if that really counts for nothing. I'm not sure that counts for anything. Where's Shaila? So, so that, that, that's a Shaila. No, I was going to ask, like, Sparta, like, they do that for Baruch they do, like, they do, they do. Like, So if they actually stand up, okay, it's one thing. But if they don't actually stand up, they just move their body. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's what to say. Now, in the Rambam, we have a problem. Okay, because let's assume for a moment that you count a katan, you count a katan. Why is it that when you have, so if you, again, like Rabbein Benoff, that it's not a Darvish so we have a major problem, right? Because why is it that women can't say Elokeinu? If it's not a Darvish why can't women say Elokeinu? Right, we're going back to that issue. If you learn differently in the Rambam, like the Shibali HaLaket, or if you learn like the Me'iri, in distinguishing between Tefillah and Berchus Amazon, then I could understand um, um, it, depending on how you say it, but you know it, 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 it could work. To fine tune that, it could work. But so, well, women maybe couldn't say because maybe this 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 does assume the Rosh Hashanah. And cannot get into the whole details, but but that that's what you could say for the Rambam. But if you're going to say like Rabbi Noach, it becomes difficult. How do you explain? The Rambam Shita that Lekhev, women. Shibali Alekhev says that it's one mention. How does that resolve the women's theorem? Right. So I would add, which I didn't, but I'll add it now, that you can say that it's a Darush of Dusha in the Shibali Alekhev. And apparently the time accounts for that, but women don't. So you could say that. But if you're going to be Mechalik like the Vaisyosev directly between Zima and Tfila uh, because of Darvish of Dusha, then you're stuck because then you're saying Zima is not Darvish of Dusha, so why can't women say Elokeinu? Now, that's a question in Ravina Manoach. So, in Rav Shachter's Sefer, he adds a point here, which I think is, is a little bit helpful here. He says that there's another problem with women saying the name of Hashem, not because it's a Darvish of Dusha. Okay, listen carefully. But rather because whenever you have 10, what does that mean? What does 10 indicate? No. So not because of Darvish Dusha. Because according to the Rav and Roshachter and Dermu and others, it's not a Darvish Dusha. So what's the problem with women doing a Zimun Basara and saying Hashem's name? No, what's the answer to that question? Hebra, you can tell me what's the answer. Is there something else going on here? No, because it's, it's by themselves. Okay, so what's the answer to that question? So Rav Shatter suggested because anytime you have 10, it's a rabbin. Like, we find in many places that 10 is a rabbin. So if you're going to demand 10, it's basically you're demanding a rabbin. And women don't count for a rabbin with seaboard. You can't create a seaboard out, out of women. Okay, interesting. Um, okay. So they can do a Zimun Shlosha, but if they do a Zimun 50, they don't sell, say, okay, no? Exactly. 
Now, not for now, if you have interest, if an interest in looking into this some more, there's a wild suggestion that Rav Shachter has in Nefesh Arab, page 162 and 163. I think it's based on the Rav. It's wild. And it's a very relevant topic to your showing of Kippur. Really, really relevant. Yeah, look it up. It's not for now. But it has to do with the general discussion of what is considered a Davish Kedusha that you have to stand for. Very interesting it has to do with Shalim Kippur standing, you know, during during tours, during shots. It's a wild idea. It's wild, and I think there's a lot of questions on it. But he, you look it up. It's very fascinating how he distinguishes between things. Ayn um, Okay. Uh, moving on, there there's a line. It's just a it's a six piece piece, a six word piece in Merkava Mishnah. The Merkavah Mishnah is a running Mepharish in the Rambam. The Merkavah Mishnah says that a katan, this is in Hilfos Brachos about Zimon, quote, a katan who's part of the Zimon is Adif Me'isha, the mitzvos chinoch al-hagadol dehavet. Wow. I was fascinated by that because it touches on yesterday's brief discussion. Come back to it now. But I was fascinated because I noticed, because what does he say? He says a katan is better than women. And he says, why can a katan be mitzvah for zimon? He says, because there is mitzvah schinah. And mitzvah schinah is on the gadol and the bat. So interesting. So interesting. What I like about it is that I think it's mashma in the Merkava Samishnah that if the mitzvah of chinah was only on the father, what would we have said? Are you shaking his head? I think he's right. Then he would not have agreed to this idea. It couldn't be that a katan who isn't chayav b'chlal be'etzem, his father's chayav in zimon of his child, it, it, it's it's impossible to fathom that he would be mitzdarif to zimon that he has no chayav in bracha b'chlal. So for that reason, he makes a point of saying that no, he is chayav. Right, a katan is chayav himself. There's a chayav on him and his father in terms of chinah. Okay, so that, um, I think that's a really interesting idea. Very interesting idea. Okay. Um, Shulchan Aruch. So you saw the Shulchan Aruch today? Sam, you had a chance to see the Shulchan Aruch? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the Shulchan Aruch to start with, with Hay. He says, Yesh Matir in Loma Davisha Bekdusha Betisha Betir of Katan, Shuyosumi Ben Shish, Shesh, Vyodelami Mispala. There are those, this is in Hilchus Tefillah, okay, there are those who will count a Katan. Right, as long as he is Yodelami Mispala, and where does he get that line from? Yodelami Mispala. It's based on this same Gemara that we saw uh, today in Hilchus Zimon. He, he brings it over to Hilchus Tefillah. Um, and Jonathan, according to the Shulchan Aruch, this Yesh Matir would be okay with counting a katan as long as he's Yodel. I mean, you can count him for a minion. And then what does he say? It doesn't seem to be correct in the Gdolia Poskim. And they also add that an Eved and Isha Emit Starfen. Does Chavar hear that? It's clear in the Shulchan Aruch that although there are those who are matir, right? Now, we already saw people who are matir. In fact, we saw a much bigger kula. Who did we see? 
No? Who did we see? Chavar, come on. Who did we see that was even more makeup? Chavar, no. Who was even more makeup? Pashup Shah, no? Ruvain, who's even more makeup than this Yesh Matirin? Tosos, the Ruvain of Thomas, who's wildly makeup. Right, you can have a, 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 a one day year old count for, for, for Minion Asar. What about our reason which means that they just has to be born? I think so. That's what Pashup Shah said. I think so, yeah. So, he doesn't go that cheap. He says, there are those who are mekel to be mitzahar for a cotton who at least is yodel or mimavart, which is a little bit more shy to this, this Lashna Gemara. But that he rejects. He says, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, the Bira Lacha on that line, Lonir and Debraham says, Vafa Gabba Lekamama Simen Kuf Tzari Tesev Yod Delinin Zimon Stam Sasama Machaber Kedasa Mekilin and here I want to bring this point out again. The Biralacha points out in Kuftzari Tas, which is Hilchah Zimon, the Shulchan Aruch we'll get to is a bit more mekel. He's more open to Katanbi Mitzdar for Zimon, right? So Chaver, now we have a problem. Remember, you hear the problem? How could it be that the the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Ochos Tefillah that a Katan cannot, right, we're, we're not making it at all, a Katan can't be part of a minion Tefillah. When it comes to Zimon, a Katan could be part. <coughs> what's the Chilak? And once again, Ezra, what's the Chilak? It's the Chilak that we've been seeing again, we saw it in the Rishas Rabbah. We saw it in the Rabbah, and we're seeing it now again in the Shulchan Aruch as a distinction between Hilchas Zimon and Hilchas Tefillah. And apparently, like the Rabbeinu Menach, like Rav Shachter had said, Rabbeinu Menach says, the Rambam, that in Hilchas Tefillah you need a Dabar Shavik Dusha. A Katan cannot be part of a Dabar Shavik Dusha. But Zimon apparently is not a Dabar Shavik Dusha. As we began, this is indeed what seems to be a machlokas between the Medrash and Tosus himself. The Medrash makes this chilak like we began. Tosus himself does not distinguish. Tosus thinks that you can count the katan, even mutal barisa, vain le'inyan zimon, vain le'inyan tefillah. I guess if you stop for a moment and think about that, along the lines, along the lines of Rav Shachter and Rabbeinu Menoach, what emerges from Tosos, Rabbeinu Tam, in that his willingness to allow for a katan to be involved, I guess you could say it in, in a couple of ways. You could say like Rav that he held like a katan is fine for Devashe Bidusha. Or he held. Or he held. Right? Or, or Tosos... Yeah, well, that's, I guess that would be the Pashtun Shah. That he held, that, 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 like Rav Haigon said, that a Katan has Kedusha, if you would start with Dabr Shavik Kedusha, why not? Okay. Um, this brings us to the Hemshech of Tosos. This is the Vyesh Mitzarfa. Okay, now there's a lot here in the Vyesh Mitzarfa. Okay, so, first he begins Vyesh Mitzarfa, Katan Latvila, Rakshay Chumash Biyad. This is a wild idea. Uh, that you can be mitzaref a katan if he's holding a chumash. 
Omar being a town, the Minak Shtosu. That's being nice. Is a Minak Shtos. Right? And he writes, the Chiyeke do Omar Atu Oren Gabrahu, Halchanami Atu Chumish Gabrahu. You're going to tell me a Chumish is a, is a human being? Here is Kasha. Seven, you're the Kasha. The Gemara says, what? You're going to tell me that the Oren Kodesh is human? You can count the Oren for a minion? Says Rabbeinu Tam, the same is true about Chomesh. The Chomesh is human. So it makes no sense. In our Sugi, you don't see it, right, saying anything about Chomesh. In Pirkei Rebbe Yezer, it talks about this idea of having a Chomesh, say for Torah, when it comes to Ibar Hashanah, which is our month, we're now in the Ibra year. How you do it? So there's a I, there's, there's an idea the Kamar B'Shloshim Avner Sashanah B'Lazar Omer B'Asara, and he writes in the Smad of Mavi and Sefer Torah B'Osin Agula. He says when it comes to Ibra Hashanah, you want to do it. It's like this weird thing, but you can do it for Ibra Hashanah. But who says it works for for Minyan of Tila? The Mask Hashan Shiyah Katan Ocha the Sefer Torah doesn't talk about the Katan holding the Sefer Torah. This talks about Sefer Torah, Vas and Nami Lokamar Ela Sefer Torah, Hasu Bekilion. You have to have a literally a Sefer Torah, not a Chumash the way we have it. Right? Have a Chumash and Shalom Ulov. So Rabbeinu Tam is Eish Lahava. He's fire against this Shita. He's fire against it. However, however, you know, let, let's pause for a second. Um, I, I want to get, I certainly want to get to Chumash. And how that works. Has anyone ever seen that, by the way? They said, I think my, I heard the Ramushlita said that by Hasidim. You find it. In the, even now, today. You find the Hasidim. They'll, they'll count, they have nine, they'll count the cotton holding a chumus. I think my father said in his spiel growing up, that's what, that's what they did. Fascinating thing. Right? It's rejected outright in, in, um, in Rabbeinu Tam, but we'll soon see. It, it, it does make its way. It does make its way. Just for a moment, without reading the Yushalmi, what did Toso see in the Yushalmi? So he sees in the Yushalmi that Enos and Katan Snifla Sara Lola Tvila Lola Berchus and Mazar. Right? You saw, you saw right? He, the way he reads the Yushalmi, so it's against everything we've been seeing. Right? We've been according to the Tosos' analysis of the Yushalmi, you can't count the Katan. Right, not just for tefillah, but even for zimon, which is against what we're seeing in the Bible. Okay, so that's how they relearn the Yushami. It's not Pasha that learned the Yushami. But I guess with everything we've been saying, does that make sense? You can explain that, right? That seems to be more traditional, right? We don't count the katan for minion or for zimon, minion tefillah or, or, or zimon. I mean, maybe both are Darvashab Kusha. Right? Then you can't count the kata according to that. So there's certainly ways to explain it why you can't count the katan at all. You know, maybe you need to actually get involved. Maybe Gadulashamiti requires some response, some real, you know, adulthood here. Um, maybe like we said yesterday, for Zimon to be taking place, you need a Khabura. And you know, the idea that Katan, you know, they're just not old enough to, to create a sense of chabura, right? So that also could work. So there are a lot of different ways we can go with it in terms of explaining the sheet of the Yushami, whether he explains it. Um, and 
I think it's, it, it's not totally a surprise. We'll stop here tomorrow. I very much would like to finish this topic. Uh, we have to really address the issue of Chumash, uh, some other fascinating inyanim there. So tomorrow we'll, we'll have to, to stay on this. We'll get to uh, finish the